want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. And we are back. Ah, oh, happy belated Mother's Day to you, Christopher. Thank you. And to your I to your a, wife. I am a mother. It's been <laughs> um, Mama Mama Bird Como over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. Uh Beth Colton says happy Mother's Day. <laughs> she can't hear Day me. Late, She's got but... headphones in too, so <laughs> <laughs> So happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. Um, I know it's late. We had a little uh, Mother's Day post on Facebook, though, about the mother of the century with uh, Boardwalk Empire with Jillian. Oh, so <laughs> we want to thank original contact content shout out to Victor yeah, on that beautiful thing. That, <laughs> I had just we finished will... getting that out of my head. Well, that's your fault. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, and Jimmy had to live with that for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was one thing that finally got it out of his head, and that was a bullet. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> 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 um, I got it, that's for sure. I got it. <laughs> All right. So we are back for episode. Oh, shit. I didn't even write. I have the name. I think it's seven. Are we on seven? Six? Yeah. Okay. I'm getting a mix up. So we are officially halfway through. Yep. This season, and I believe, and I could be wrong, I need to work the numbers. I think we are f- almost, and I'll have it next oh, episode. Yeah. I think to this is like say, halfway through the series, right? I think we are right at halfway because the last season is only six episodes. Nice. So it's kind of like Game of Thrones, or maybe it's eight episodes. Yeah. Someone correct me. It's either six or eight. It's a short season. I know that. So we are huh. right, we're getting right around the halfway point. So. And really, it's been like right at a year from the day that we first started. We were yeah. going to do this, which yeah, is cool. Just about. Uh, I need to look up when our first episode aired. Oh, we need to do something special for that. <laughs> oh, I don't know what. Let's just One see like year. how drunk we can get on air. One oh year. Let's just see how drunk we can get. We, we can just oh, listen God. to one episode. <laughs> that we <did. laughs> that's, that's how. That's how drunk. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't, I don't ever want to listen to that episode. <laughs> um, I did think about doing a little bit. We're going to do some little cleaning house really quick. Uh, any like shout outs and things like that. I'm going to do a really quick shout out on an HBO show I started watching recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. It is really good. Huh. It is very weird the way that they filmed it. Um, so all of the cast is British, right? Which is kind of strange. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but they all are using like Boris um, Yolkov and stuff like that. They're using their names, but it's all British actors, and they're not trying to be Russian. So I don't know the reasoning why they. There has to be a reason, right? Um, but I don't know what it is. But I did find out they filmed it in actually an abandoned nuclear um, silo. Oh, that's crazy. So, like, when they're, like, in, like, inside of it and stuff like that, it's actually kind of what Chernobyl would have possibly looked like inside, which I think is kind of cool. Really good story, really good acting, um, special effects. There's not a whole lot of special effects, but the special effects that are in it, it looks real. Like, when they're actually looking at, like, the nuclear core and stuff like that, it's really, really well done. Very good show. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, 
one of the other things I wanted to mention, we can do some little business on air real quick, is we could do a special episode of season fi- series finale Game of Thrones uh, spoilers. Like spoilers, you said? You and me, it's just we don't even take – we do our own notes when we watch next week's episode and w- – this would just be for fans that are watching, because people that are watching Boardwalk Empire are probably watching Game right, of Thrones. Right. Okay, so we would just do one episode. You and me, we just discuss how it ends, and then that's it. I want you to think about it. I'm yeah. not telling you to give an answer right now. I want you to think about it. Because I, 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 I think- sound a bit disgusted just because I was really not a fan of the last episode that just happened. See, so I was. I was <sighs> such a fan of the last I episode. I wasn't. I it just we can can talk about it on 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 that episode, but I'll just say that I was not a fan of this uh, of this last episode. Oh, I was, I was, but I I I've been been fine with everything Mm. up until this episode, and then things just started getting just a bit much for me. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Right now, if you are listening to this episode and you are not caught up on Game of Thrones. (laughs) Okay, you are you have not watched season eight, episode five yet. I need you to go ahead and put it on pause for about two minutes. Okay, put this on pause for two minutes. Skip oh, yeah, two skip minutes ahead. ahead. Two minutes. Skip ahead by two minutes. So me and Chris are about to talk about some spoilers really quick. I don't think spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, so it, you have had your fair warning right now that there is going to be spoilers. Okay. <clears throat> I do not think that all of the people that died in this that we're thinking have died actually died yet. That uh, is my big prediction. Yeah, I can. I Cersei and Jamie are not dead. They are not dead because we didn't see them die. That's my thing, and everybody's really upset. They're like, oh, "They went out so easily. They're not dead. I don't think they are." Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I don't know. They might be. It's Game of Thrones. I feel like um, true. That's just the thing. Is that. I didn't feel like any of the deaths were as spectacular uh, as they should have been. I, I don't. I'm looking. Feel I'm, little, like I'm looking at one. you as hard as you can look at me right now. The mountain and the hound was not a badass fight scene, really. No. I oh, I thought a it was better fight. Yes, it, it, it wrapped up. It wrapped up that story the way that it probably should have been wrapped up. But I just didn't. I expected a little bit more. You know what? Honestly, really? Okay. Uh, after you know, we started watching it. Um, what I thought, it, what popped into my head was, Arya should have been the one to go confront Cersei. But when she gets there, Sir Gregor like grabs her and is about to crush her, and that's when mm-hmm. the Hound shows up and saves her. But no, instead he just like tells her like, uh, "You need to go," and Arya's like. Yeah, all right. And she just leaves. It's just like it seems so out of character for her. I, I don't know. There, there, I, I will I give a you a lot, a lot of criticisms on that episode. But like I said, I will we'll, give you that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll we'll have a we'll do an episode where we talk about it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, no more spoilers. So hopefully it hasn't been spoiled for all of you Game of Thrones listeners and. Hopefully you are back caught up at this point. So if you, it is spoiled, I'm extremely sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. You should have been catching up. So, Okay, so um, we're just going to go ahead then and go ahead and jump right into the episode. And this week's episode is titled – I had to figure – I know they say it in yeah. the song, but it was still weirding me out. It's 
Ging Gang Gooly Gooly got something. Okay, so it's just Ging Gang Gooly, I think is the name of it. Okay, as an Eagle Scout, yes, I am an Eagle Scout. (laughs) I don't ever once remember singing this song. No, And I never got Eagle. You were in Scout. Yeah, I never got Eagle, but I got to uh, second class. So I got got far enough in it that, you know, I, I know a lot of the traditions and such. So you would have remembered this song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. definitely would have uh, would have remembered that one. I would say I remember some songs, but not that one. No. So I don't know. Um, but that's where the title of the episode comes from. Other than that, the only connection I got. Well, okay, let me ask you then first. Did you get a connection between the name of the title and the episode? No, not really. Um, yeah, no. Not at all. <laughs> the only thing I got, and I may be stretching this, so please let me know, like, tell me that you think that I'm stretching it, is that most of this episode, a lot of the people that are in this episode are violating the 12, um, the 12 laws of scouting, you know, being obedient, truthful, truthful loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind. Right. Everybody's violating that. And so maybe it's that nobody's living up to the standards of scouting, but maybe, but that song is also not an official yeah, Boy Scout exactly. song as far as say. I know of. <laughs> so I don't think it really matters. Now, had they named it like the 12 laws or something, yeah. I've been like, oh, okay. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah, in, I no in, in a nutshell, I have they, they just like, okay, yeah, that's some random shit. Let's name it that. <laughs> I just want to know where they got this song. Yeah, right. Like, did somebody somewhere on the, like, writing team is, like, an 80-year-old man that was like, you know, I remember <laughs> back when I sang these songs. I don't remember any of this, but I should reach out to, like, one of my old scoutmasters. Maybe he knows. Oh, yeah, there That'd you be go. crazy. Um, He's really like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what you're – I don't know what you're – are you doing drugs, Colton? Is that what you <laughs> – all right, so we're going to go and get into it now. Um all I really have is the main ones with, obviously, we have Nucky's storyline, Margaret's storyline, um, Jillian with Richard, mm-hmm. and then a small little bit I have with um, uh, with um, uh, Eli. Like, literally, yeah. I have one line on Eli. So, I think we're just going to kind of do what we've been doing. We're going to talk about the minor stories first, yeah. and then from there, we'll go and talk about the major stories. Obviously, Nucky is still the biggest story, and I'm lopping, looping in um, uh, Harry's and... Um, that whole storyline as well into that. But, um, and then Margaret's story, I feel is somewhat popular because we also have daredevil returning with Margaret's storyline. (laughs) Yeah, I know you can, you can bitch about that all you want. And then, uh, the second half. Okay. So I'll give you plenty of time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and start with the minor storylines. Um, Eli is basically, I feel like Eli's taking it upon himself to kind of get to the bottom of what happened with um, the shipment. Yeah. Um, Nucky's a part of it, but I feel like Eli's really the one taking on the brunt of the work, if that makes any sense. And he's the one questioning the, the sheriff and um, uh, Tabor Heights. Yeah. Because Eli was a dirty sheriff. So he knows exactly exactly like, yeah, what the guy says, and I think that even once the guy says, like, I swear on my kids' lives, I think even Eli at that point is like, okay, it takes a real piece of shit to do that. He's like, a piece of shit is a dirty sheriff, but if you're swearing on your kid's life, maybe I'll believe you, maybe I yeah, won't. Yeah, right. 
I don't know. I don't think he trusts the sheriff, but I'm not positive. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he doesn't trust him at yeah, all. Yeah, like you I said, mean, I mean, he was a dirty cop, so he knows he knows exactly how he would be acting and how this would go down. Um, so yeah, he doesn't trust him, not at all. <laughs> now, do you think he has a plan out to knock this sheriff out, or do you think that he's going to try to use him for his own benefit? Um, I I don't know. At this point, I'm not 100% sure what's going to go on with Tabor Heights. Obviously, it's still, you know, got to be a point of interest because it's still the only uh, filling station in between, um, you know, Jersey and New York. So, well, as far as we know, Jip's still hanging out. Like, we don't know if he's left or not. I mean, he obviously is down some manpower. Yeah, yeah. But, and that's the thing is that, I mean,. When we left off, you know, they were trying to murder him. So, yeah, I'm just not 100% sure what's going on with Tabor Heights anymore. So, as far as what Eli's going to do with the sheriff, I mean, if if Tabor Heights is still in the picture, then, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe Eli will lean on him uh, to try to get him back on their side. But, right. as of right now, it's kind of up in the air. Okay. That's, that's kind of where I'm at on it. Um because I, I I was surprised like if you like listen when I was naming off the names of the stories even Jip's not even mentioned right like, um I don't think it even showed no, him once he, this yeah, episode I don't think he's in it at all and that's why it's kind of um, like I don't know what's going on with Tabor Heights now it's just kind of <laughs> kind of open right so I don't think that Jip would have given it up uh, obviously well the last we saw of Jip he's hanging out with his massive dong out <laughs> just. <laughs> Staring into the death of the world that he's going to destroy. So I'm pretty sure he's not giving up Tabor Heights at this point. I don't think it's going to. I think it takes more than that to get to Jim. Right. Like, I think they got to him, but it takes more than that to him to run away, if that makes any sense. Yeah. That's all I honestly have on Eli, just because we didn't really see anything else from him in this episode. Yeah, no, not really. Uh, um, The next story I have, which is actually kind of a big one. You know what? No, I'm not even going to start there. I'm sorry. I was going to start with Jillian. I want to end with Jillian's story on um, on on the first half. Okay. I want to go from there to Richard because I love Richard's storyline and and this. And I'm glad that we're yeah. finally getting more Richard. We had a lot of Richard last yeah. season, and that story was really good with the Richard, and then Richard with Jimmy, and it's. Every you've mentioned it. Everybody knows Richard is probably one of the most popular characters on yeah. the show. Everybody has a soft spot for him. <clears throat> we finally are getting to see some more of him, which I really like. We see he's been going to, um, and I don't know if it was called the VFW back then. Right, it's just just a bunch of dudes meeting at a bar. <laughs> yeah, so they're all veterans of different wars because right. you have World War One veterans, and then you have um, this older guy who is. I I should I should know more of this, but I don't. Um, some older guy he's talking about how he fought in the Philippines. Right. So I don't know what war that is because we fought in the Philippines during World War Two. Mm. So I don't know what war he's talking about. I don't know if there's like if that was part of maybe the Spanish American War. You know, yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't I, really think about it. I don't know. And maybe it was a part of World War yeah, One. He was that, that, over I there. Off as, yeah, part of World War One or something. But I don't ever remember knowing about the Philippines during World War One. So I don't know. I, I I'm honestly at a loss. I I actually don't know what what. And I should have done some more research on this. Um, I don't know what war he's talking about because between the Civil War and 
World War Two, or I mean World War One, there were quite a few wars in between right. then, and it's the same thing between World War Two and Vietnam. There were several wars yeah. that yeah. happened between then that a lot of people forget about. So I, I just don't know. Um, but he he is obviously clashing with the uh, World War One vets. Yeah. Um, basically, it, it's the same thing as what's done in today's time period. Vietnam veterans argue with the Afghan war veterans, right. you know, who had it worse and right. stuff like that. World War II veterans argued with Korean war veterans, you know, yeah. like who had it worse and stuff like that. So it, I guess this is kind of showing history doesn't change. Yeah. <clears throat> and so he's hanging out there. He's finding a meeting. Uh, this is also kind of, I guess, showing how it used to be back then where if you were injured in war, you didn't necessarily get benefits. No, yeah. So Basically, they, they all talk about how we've been hung out to dry completely. Yeah, like, always said, Richard doesn't qualify. How does Richard yeah, not right? qualify for benefits? <laughs> like, are you serious? Dude, and I'm not, this is no knock on veterans. As me and Chris have mentioned, we are all friends yes. with veterans. Like, we have quite a few friends that are our veterans. I have friends that are veterans who never saw active combat, got injured in basic training, right. and qualify for like 20% disability. Yeah, exactly. No knock on him. You have earned that benefit. Right. I'm not knocking you for it. But to think that back then this dude has half of his face yeah. blown off and they're like, nope, stop being a pansy. Well, and the, and the guy that they first show is missing an arm. And he's yeah, and like, he doesn't nope, qualify. qualify. Like, you can't work. What do you mean? So, so what? What? I wonder, like, what their standard was back then. Like, basically, were you a quadriplegic and you maybe qualified, or they're like, nope, use that mouth, you can do something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, stamp liquor. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's old timey times. Everybody worked. (laughs) I just. I can't believe that that, but I know that that's honestly the truth of it. It used to be that way. The VFW, the VFW shit now. Okay. It is not good now. It was even worse back then. Like it, it's always been a shit show, but it is prime time compared to what it was back then. And then a lot of these guys, that's the only hospital they can probably go to because they're not working. They're not making a buck. Yeah. I, I don't even know if there was health insurance back then. Um, I don't think so. There may have been something, yeah, have no but idea. probably not the way it is now. He's basically getting in this, I guess, kind of an equal, not an equal rights fight, but a cause. He's becoming a part of a cause. Right. And I like that we're seeing this. Uh, Richard's kind of filling this void in his life, I feel like, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, he so, was always leaning on Jimmy for pretty much everything. That that was his... Uh, because they were connected, yeah. they were they were battle buddies right. essentially. So, yeah, now he's uh, he's branching out, looking for somebody else to to confide in, I guess. And so they're planning a fight, like a boxing match or something like that. Yeah. I now, did you get was the boxing match to raise money or was it just kind of like a monthly? I was going to say, hey, I, we settle our differences. When, when we were watching, I was like, okay, so Richard just joined a fight club. Is that what's happening? <laughs> like they just. Get together. I kind of feel that that's get what drunk happened. And fight each other. That's uh, I guess, man. If that's uh, if, if that works for you, <laughs> okay. I kind of feel that that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so he's in this group, and we find out that this old man that's from the Philippine War, whatever right. it is, has a daughter who comes and helps out because the guy's shit-faced drunk. Yeah. 
And I guess she's kind of used to this, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. She she kind of mentions the fact that she's had to do this before. Right. And so um, Richard obviously kind of, we can see, takes a little bit of a liking to right. her. Um, I'm not sure, obviously, where this is going. But I see, I don't think that this is going to be the last that we're going to see of this character. Yeah, I don't think so either. They they really focused on her. So um, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, Richard is probably going to be um, chasing her. A little bit. <laughs> right. No, that's uh, that's exactly how I feel on it. And that's all I have on this part, other than I like seeing this part of it. Like, I can say this again and again. I like seeing this part of Richard. We are kind of seeing, in a way, a kind of a bad aspect of him come back, which is this impossible view of life. Right. I feel like he's, he sees a girl, and we've already seen what happens when he got focused with one girl. Yeah, yeah. You know, is he going back to this mentality or is he maybe changed you know we don't know yeah. we didn't see him you know gluing pages or anything yeah exactly like that, so. i mean he, he he romanticizes a lot uh right you know the the relationship and having a family and a white picket fence and all of that so he already has a history of that and um yeah i don't know hopefully he doesn't go too hard with it uh this time around but i guess we'll see i hope not <laughs> Right, yeah, I, I, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I want to see this story obviously work out. I'm glad this story is picking up. We're finally getting Richard back in, and everybody can be happy about right. that at least. Uh, I'm just looking at my notes really quick, making sure I'm on point. Yeah, so the last part I have of the smaller storylines then is I keep having my microphone hit my microphone. <laughs> so I'm playing swords over here. Um, Sorry. So, <laughs> um, the last part I have then of the minor stories is Jillian's storyline, yeah. which uh, is not a minor story how it ends. We are seeing something, obviously, get into the creepy factor once right. again. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Jillian's in, and I haven't even spelled out in my notes, in the Hoor House. Hoor so, <laughs> House. <laughs> the Hoor House. Um, so, uh, uh, what's his name? Lucky. Lucky has come over and is hanging out. Now he brought a cow. Did you check? Did you notice that he brought a a what? A cow. I don't know what you're talking about. Damn it. Okay, I was hoping you'd fall for this. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I was quick inside joke really quick i was messaging victor on notes and i almost put a note in i fell asleep when i was watching this episode like i drank too much when i was watching it <laughs> by falling falling asleep i woke up like four episodes later on another scene and i was like oh i don't remember this in here and i had put it in my notes and then i was like oh this is from like four episodes later <laughs> so i had to delete it and i messaged him about it. i was like i can't believe i almost put this in he's like Oh, yeah, he was like, I wonder what Chris would have said if he said that. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I wonder if I can just say something really fake and he'll go with it. <laughs> and so he was like, dude, he's like, you should totally say something about like, like Lucky. And then there was Lucky milking a cow. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't I know. For it. You're, you're better than I thought. I'd have been like, Damn it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that cow. You say this, but we almost recorded an episode that you didn't watch. That's true. So. That is absolutely true. <laughs> so we had a 50-50 chance of this working. <laughs> okay, so, damn it. I was really hoping that this was going to go with that. All right. <laughs> I, had, I literally have notes in here to go with the cow storyline. So. Damn. What? <laughs> nope, nope, they're gone now. Wow. doesn't matter. All, All right. right, well... <laughs> 
All right, so Jillian's at the whorehouse, and uh, Lucky is visiting some clientele, and instead of cow, he's brought some horse, and <laughs> which is really what he's brought. Yeah. So were you as surprised or not about how Jillian reacted to this? Um, I, well, yeah, I mean, she's been trying really hard to, to run a, uh, you know, an up and up gentleman's club and not just some run of the mill who house. So, um, <laughs> it's, I, I guess it's understandable. I, I wasn't like caught off guard by her reaction to it. So, I mean, it is kind of odd that she just totally ganked his, his heroine, <laughs> like like a mother <laughs> well no she gives it back to him though oh does she i think oh i missed that part. i thought she did i thought she kept it. oh maybe she didn't because he, he <laughs> she flushed it down the toilet like, maybe hey that's mine and she's like nope not anymore it's not and it's like what are you his mother <laughs> what? maybe she does i guess i actually forgot if she did or not i know she fires the girl which i was kind of yeah, surprised on especially especially because I'm like, dude, this is one of your partners. Like, your partner just got uh, one of your products because that's what she is. I'm sorry to say yeah. it, but that's kind of what she is. She's a product. Your partner is the one that was forcing this on your product. Yeah, right. But I guess what – so what is she supposed to say? No, I'm not going to do that. And then all of a sudden, your investor's pissed. Like, oh, right. you're not good enough for me or – I don't know. I felt kind of weird on it. I, I was kind of like yeah, I guess torn between it. It's a bit it. odd, but, you know, they, I, they are partners. Um, so I, I – I don't feel like Lucky is above her in any way because there's supposed to be, no, you know, no, 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 no. I don't think that at right, all uh, in in rank or whatever. So, um, you know, I I feel like she acted the way that a partner would be acting when she sees her partners, you know, starting to do some shit that might screw up the business. Fair enough. Don't know why she. Um, <laughs> I think because she's essentially already showing that you can't follow my rules. Therefore, I don't yeah, care. Maybe. Which I'm not saying that that's always the best solution because, as we're seeing, Jillian's rules aren't necessarily making that place money. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's a, this is also she's the owner, right? So I mean, you got to do what the owner says. Right. What else do I have? Okay, so we see that she's basically like nervous about what's happening. Um, like I so we saw like she's like locking up jewelry and stuff like yeah. that. Well, I mean, she's also, yeah. I mean, she's taking down pictures of um of jimmy isn't she jimmy yeah yeah because i mean oh oh that's the one thing that uh, right at the end of the conversation with lucky um oh it's jimmy's house yeah yeah you know well it's not your house it's jimmy's house isn't it and she's like yeah yeah it is and you know kind of i think that's what no she she goes you know what you're right you know what you're right so i mean it's kind of a resignation to the fact that you know, you can't be making these rules because it's not your house. And I think uh, she's finally starting to, and we find out she's finally starting to accept the fact that Jimmy's not away and not coming back. So, you know, something's got to change. We we now see, this is kind of jumping ahead in the episode. She meets a guy. I I forgot to write down his name. Um, on I the mean, boardwalk, I literally have him in my notes as Jimmy, Jimmy 2.0. <laughs> okay, okay, Jimmy two. Um, I don't remember his name. I actually wanted to write it down because the the guy that plays him, like he reminds me of somebody. I don't 
remember his name now. Or Paul? Yeah, it's some some generic ass, uh, you know, thirties. Because well, Jimmy's not generic. Yeah, ass. yeah I guess not. <laughs> um, but he, the guy that plays him, he actually reminds me of somebody. No, he doesn't remind me of Jimmy. Like he reminds, <laughs> he reminds me of somebody, and I can't remember who because I even saying something to my wife. I was like, I feel like this has been an actor in something, but I looked him up. I didn't recognize anything he's from. Okay. So. I was like, I cannot figure it out. I was like, he kind of, in a way, looks like a fat version of um, the lead singer from 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto, that's it. I was like, he kind of looks like a fatter fat version Jared of Jared Leto. Leto. <laughs> I guess his eyes. But, yeah, I can see that in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there was somebody. Then I, like, Meg was like, no, he doesn't. And then I was like, no, I was like, you're right, he doesn't. So I don't know. He reminds me of somebody. He has the. Basically, I'm putting him down from now on. He's Walmart Jimmy. Okay, nice. <laughs> this is Walmart Jimmy. He's got the knockoff haircut. It's not quite yeah, as right. good. He's he's a good looking guy. He's he doesn't have Jimmy's lips though. That's a, that's and, the first thing I said. I was like, yeah. I mean, he looks kind of like him, but he doesn't have them big ass lips. <laughs> doesn't have it. So doesn't have those DSLs. We, <laughs> so he, he is now Sam's Club a Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> Costco brand Jimmy. <laughs> Costco Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and so she goes and she meets up with him. He he is a veteran, I believe, if I remember he, right. He's saying something about he can't or he can't find work. At yeah, least. yeah. And so he's looking for work. He's staying at like a men's house, which I think maybe his wife thought he was a veteran or something mm. like that. Um, he's staying at a men's house, and she's like, "Oh, I got some work that you can right. do. It's a plowing these yeah. fields." <laughs> <laughs> They go in and they're just going at yep. it. And so go on a scale of one to ten, where's your creep factor at? Oh, it was it was high already when she singled him out and started hitting on him. I was like, Oh oh, come on. This is obviously Jimmy too. Like, what are you what are you doing? Okay, so as soon as you saw him, you were immediately like, knew. Okay, this is yep. this is Jimmy look alike. Like you weren't you weren't kinda like, I don't know, and then like it was later on when she says oh, Jimmy, no. you're like, Oh, I never noticed. No, you it were was just like right off the bat. I already knew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're staying in and they're having fun and then she goes to call him whatever like whatever his name is, Pete or Paul or yeah. whatever. And she decides that she wants to call him James because he's a king or was a king yeah. or whatever. And the dude just kind of goes with it. Okay, you and me are men. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you were to be with a girl, great, we're both married, and my wife's already mad at me about last episode (laughs) when I was talking about how Nucky gets caught. So I'm just going to make her more more mad at me with this one. But before we met our beautiful wives, if you were – and you're single, you're, you're hooking up with a girl, and she's like, Hey, I don't want to call you Chris. You're now James. Would you be like, what? If if I got hit on by this lady, I found out that she was super rich widow and got has this mansion and mm-hmm. that she's pretty good looking. I'd be That's like, obviously haunted. Number one, <laughs> what what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Colton was your wife is standing right next to you your wife is standing right next to you episode where we were talking about why Nucky would have cheated in the same city where Margaret <laughs> I love how you're having a conversation with Bethany my wife is staring at me now <laughs> <laughs> hi Bethany <laughs> 
whatever. We've been together 10 years. We're fine. (laughs) (laughs) We're solid enough to where I can talk about how Jillian is pretty good looking. (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, she is. Um, but anyway, so yeah, if 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 this if this good good looking woman who I found out is super rich is the one hitting on me out of nowhere, yeah, I'd probably be like, "Cool, baby, I'm James. Let's go." <laughs> really? <laughs> See, I like to think that I would have it in my instinct to be like, uh, "I mean, yeah," and that's no. why I was saying, like, number one, what did I do to to warrant this right now? Like, it's a it's a bit off, but. You know, but I also think that my weakness Emmy would be like, well, I'm a James. Yeah, right. <laughs> so guess I'm James now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and it, it, to be fair, I, it's obviously creepier to us because we know her past. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, n- not knowing what I do know, it would be a different situation, but. You know, knowing who Jillian is and what this whole situation is, it's just, ugh, ugh, just <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> it's so, the weird level of, of her gets more and more extreme yeah. every season. At the moment we get introduced to her, like, okay, this is kind of weird. All through season said, one, it's like, Episode uh... one, I said that. Episode right. one, I was like. What is happening between them right now? Like, this is really odd behavior. <laughs> well, yeah, because the first time you're introduced to him and her and Jimmy, you think he's having an affair. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're like, oh, he's having an affair. And you're like, wait, that's his mom? Yeah. Like, okay. Then, and then you try justifying. You're like, oh, well, she's a stripper. Right. Or, I mean, not, not a stripper, not a stripper. Sorry, she's a, um, a dancer. Yeah, so you just figure he, he was brought up in this strange, affectionate world. And so that's yeah. why. But, no, nope, it's just fucking weird. Just, no, just totally it's just fucking, weird. it's just weird as shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, she, she just keeps up in her fucking crazy <laughs> every season. Yeah, no, this is honestly, this is like, I don't know. No, I can't say. I was going to say, I think this is actually weirder than her sleeping with James. But then I'm like, well, at least this guy's not related to not her. Related. But she's imagining but, that they are. But then I'm like, no, but no, hold on. She's imagining that it's her son yeah. plowing her. So, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know what's what's weirder. I don't know. It's all, I have it's no all idea. Just, it's is all. it weirder having your son plow you? Or is it weirder imagining your dead even, son even like is plowing you? This is just fucking. Nope. Ugh. This is bootlegging a boardwalk in fire podcast. <laughs> we ask the tough questions. <laughs> Uh, and this is why I can never run for president. This is it right here. <laughs> if either one of us ever ran for political office, this entire oh podcast God. would be used no, against we've, us. We've, uh, yeah, we've knocked ourselves out of any runnings. <laughs> this is yeah. too much uh, <laughs> too much dirt to be oh. dug up. <laughs> oh, that's all I have for the first uh, half. Did you have anything else? Um, hmm. Because the next half, like I said, no, we're going to be talking so. about Nucky, Margaret. Yeah, um, the majority of the uh, the episode is in the in the last half. Now, I will say, just as an aside, I feel like, you know, the past couple of uh, recordings that we've done, we've kind of talked about the structure of the episode and yes. how things really seemed like um, just fast information, like not focusing a lot. I feel like on this episode, they've kind of switched back. There was yes. the storylines were much more rich. They focused more on the character yes. progressions 
I really liked what happened with this episode. I'm hoping they they stick with this uh, with this format again. I don't know if it's because it's a different director or you know they went back to a writer from you know last season something, but it definitely felt much different. Even the cinematography. I I mean there was a lot of we there was a lot of muddy footprints all through kind of through thrown around. The there episode. is. So I, I really um, like that. I have a couple things even on that, um, the muddy footprints and stuff like okay, that. Cool. Uh, yes, on the next half. I, I see exactly what you're talking about, and I do like every, uh, every time a character is on screen, for the most part, with this episode, there is something important that's happening. Yeah. There is very little filler right. in this episode. Right. Not a lot actually happens, but the stuff that does happen it all leads up to something, yeah. which I really like. Yeah. Um, I agree. No, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I agree. I agree fully on that. Uh, we're going to go on a quick little break, and we're going to learn about the founding of scouting in America, and actually scouting started in Europe. And so we will be learning about the founding of scouting, what led to the BSA, uh, Boy Scouts of America. And when we come back, we will be doing a little bit of a chinwagging win. The Boy Scouts of America was founded in February 8th of 1910. William Boyce was the original founder of the organization after a trip to Europe in which he encountered the Boy Scout movement, which was founded by Robert Baden Price in 1907. The original stated purpose of the BSA was to follow four simple rules to teach boys patriotism, courage, self-reliance, and kindred values. The BSA is the largest scouting organization in the world and one of the largest youth organizations in the United States, with a membership of roughly 2.2 million teens and over a million adult volunteers. Many famous people have been a part of the BSA, from Steven Spielberg to Gerald Ford to 11 of the 12 astronauts to walk on the moon. I hope you learned a little bit about the Boy Scouts of America. Now let's get back to chinwagging. are back that was a good one <laughs> that was good i'm out of breath now <laughs> i'm gonna say keep going i haven't done a good and in a while so uh yeah, right? <laughs> oh man we are back um i should have put that at the beginning so we're back to tip part two <laughs> of episode six uh so this second half we are going to be jumping into the main stories um hopefully y'all learned a little bit about the founding of scouting and uh, what all went into that. And so we're now going to go ahead and, and speaking of scouting, we're going to go ahead and jump in with um, Nucky's storyline because his yeah. beginning of his storyline deals with scouting. Um, mm-hmm. I want to start with that little bit first, and then we'll go and talk about Margaret's storyline, and then we'll, we'll kind of jump back and end with Nucky's storyline. Okay. Cool. So um, because this doesn't exactly deal with Nucky, so – um, we see that uh, Harry uh, – I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Um, 
Shooter McGavin, <laughs> Senator you. Shooter, AG AG Shooter, AG Shooter. Yeah, you're right. He's not even Senator. AG Shooter <laughs> is having a luncheon <laughs> with the uh, BSA Boy Scouts of America, and yep. I'm not sure what this dinner is, other than it's kind of like I guess like a meet and greet kind of. Yeah, thing. it's just meeting with a. a- politician i i feel like i did this at some point i 100 like did this <laughs> with like a mayor of the city or some crazy shit like that no, nothing serious but you know <laughs> i remember we met with a uh one of the texas senators i cannot think of his name he's no longer in office uh we met with him in dc one time um nice. And then we met with somebody else that was kind of high ranking. I don't remember who it was, uh, but we I we met with several people. And then, as you know, I'm an Eagle Scout, and so right. um, I met with several people. When you become an Eagle Scout, you're kind of a little more in this elite club. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, there's a um, like I'm and I'm not trying to do this as a brag because it's not a brag at all. <laughs> Humble brag. Humble brag. Um, like there's a there's a Texas resolution that I'm a part of because I'm an Eagle Scout. So like when the nice. um, te- Texas House met, there was this the whole thing of like we congratulate Colton Duffy, blah blah blah. So nice. Um, it, you're a part of this like elite club. Yeah. And you do meet with more people. Now, I don't I didn't even look up to see if Harry the, Shooter McGavin's character is actually even a scout or an eagle scout <laughs> cuz I wouldn't put it past him to just say he's a scout. So Yeah, right. Um, yeah, exactly. I didn't look up a lot to see like a much about him, but we they're having this meeting and they're going off on the 12 rules of scouting, which is a scout is always trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind. Obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and revenant. I still remember those to this day. Okay? <laughs> now, did you – I did catch instead of saying cheerful, they said pure. And I thought that was kind yeah. of strange. I don't know if the tel- 12 laws of scouting or the rules laws have changed or not. Or if they decided they wanted to take out – because I do know that in scouting when I was in it, they, we used to state a scout is morally straight. And right. we the scouting no longer states that um, there was some issues on, especially whenever it was the big thing on if um, if you were gay and you wanted to be in scouting, you couldn't be in it. Right. And then they decided to allow people that were gay into scouting. And then they were like, well, to say morally straight is offensive, which I don't right. I don't believe it is. But it's just because you're not talking about that morally straight yeah, has nothing to do with sexuality. I yeah. I believe. I believe you can be a morally straight person. You can be an atheist, transgender, homosexual, whatever person and be a morally straight person. Exactly. Um but they, they no longer state that. That is no longer a part of it. You know, I don't have a say in it. It is what it is. Um Right. So, I don't know if pure and cheerful maybe used to be intertwined. I don't know on that. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, they seem like very different concepts. That's my thing. So and, I don't know. And I I did a little bit of research on it, and I have found that they have changed the the terminology somewhat over time because it used to state uh, instead of loyal, it used to say loyal to the king or to the crown. Sorry. It used to state uh, really? a scout is trustworthy, loyal to the crown. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, because scouting was originally founded by a from Europe, uh, from Europe by a Europe immigrant. And so... Huh. Um, that was a big issue at one point. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. 
Crazy. Uh, but I do all I got it from it is maybe they changed it to say pure because at that time that is when the um, right hand man of of AG Shooter starts sweating fucking bullets. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I'm gonna break every law by the way in this podcast. That's my goal. So um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure by me saying fuck, I'm violating at least three of them. So oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when he starts sweating bullets. So. Of all things, this dude is obviously corrupt, right? Yeah. This is when he starts breaking down, though. It's because of it's Boy just, Scouts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> from talking about the tenets of being a Boy Scout, this is what gets you, like, why? Like, what? <laughs> You're, I have no clue. I was just like, really? And, bro- well, like- and no, I say why, but. Um, I will say that Jimmy James was right there in the crowd and he was staring hard at him. Yeah. Jimmy James was giving him the eyes and he's the one that got to him, you know, already right in that parlor. He cornered him and already started making him sweat right there. So I'm guessing that uh, he's just feeling the pressure from from uh, Jimmy James to, to betray yes. his his master. <laughs> the man does have a lot of power in him. I will give him he that. Does. So. <laughs> I was just kind of surprised. So nice and named in place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was just kind of surprised. I was just like, really, of all things, that this is going to start happening. But, you know, who am I to say? Certain things, it gets to certain people. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you have people that are hardcore killers, and for whatever reason, they put a rosary in front of them and they yeah, spill right? everything. You never know. Yep. So, um,. So we see that that's happening in the background. We're going to go ahead and jump into Margaret's story, do her story, and then we'll go back to Nucky's and finish out everything. Okay. And so um, Margaret's at the house. We find out that a greenhouse is on fire, and it. we don't know how it started. Um, Daredevil and his associates, they come over and they put it out. Now, right. this is going to be – I'm nitpicking this show a little bit, but maybe I'm not because they, they were different back in the time period. But – they put out the fire. Daredevil mentions it's 2 a.m. Why mm. the fuck is it 2 a.m. and he is still in a suit? <laughs> and not just a suit. He has his tie pin in and everything. You have worn a suit. Well, I mean, I've worn he a was suit. tasked, wasn't he? He was tasked with, with watching over Margaret and the house. And so he can't he's put, on, he's, you he's can't put on, on You can't put on at least a T-shirt and some blue jeans or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I was really weirded out. Like, this dude is always in a suit. I have never seen him yeah. not. I've seen Nucky in a wife beater before. Yeah. Like a muscle yeah. shirt. I've seen Margaret dressed down. Right. You know? I've even seen the Commodore dressed down a little bit. Yep. I've never seen this dude not wear a suit. <laughs> that suit has to reek. Okay? <laughs> Especially putting out a fire. Yeah. Dude is sweaty as shit under that Oh, God. Suit. And it's Atlantic City sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So just a little observation. I was like, there's no way. I'm sorry. I just don't buy it. So um, we don't know how the fire started at this point. Um, at, at Right up to this point, you know, where they're putting it out. And they're going in and they're talking about, like, what it could have been if it was the uh, the puka which is apparently it's a Celtic um, Gaelic right. like legend, kind of like a skinwalker, if you know of those yeah. in American fo- folklore. Um, it's a demon slash um, a spirit. It takes on multiple forms. Yeah. 
Um, uh, it's yeah, like you said, it's a skinwalker, which there's a there's a good couple of and pretty much every every um, uh, every culture has some version of this. Right. Um, especially with the Native Americans here in the U.S. It's the the Wendigo is that um, wait, how, which, how do you pronounce that? Huh? How do you the Wendigo? Really? That's different than I pronounce yeah. it. I say Wendigo. Oh, really? Huh? Oh, I always just thought it was Wendigo. I always um, say Wendigo. But, Huh. No. <laughs> now I'm curious yeah, how it's pronounced. I mean, Sorry. Pretty much Sorry. Every, no, no, no. It's fine. Pretty much every culture has one, and I. Um, that's why I I knew about the puka going in because I listened. Well, I, I had a phase, and I haven't listened to him in a while. But I'm a I'm a pretty pretty good fan of uh, creepy pastas, and okay. Um, there's a podcast. Which, uh, shout out to them. Uh, but uh, the Chilling Tales for Dark Nights podcast. Um, they get a bunch of different people to to voice and um, you know read these really stories and it's actually fun. I, I listen to it while I'm at work uh, just to you know have something going on in the background. Okay, um, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of really cool stories and stuff like that. I think actually that one with the puka might have been voiced by Markiplier, who is a, uh, actually a YouTube person. He does like game reviews and stuff, but he also does these uh, voiceovers for really creepy, yeah, chilling tales for dark nights. So. Shout out to those guys. I, I really like that podcast. I hopefully they are still making content. I haven't been listening in for a while, but okay, yeah. I mean, interesting stuff. So that's where the puka. That's where I found out about it, and that's why I know that pretty much every culture you can think of has some version of this uh, of this tale. I'm actually going to check that out. I'm always looking, you know, for newer, different podcasts and things like that. So yeah. I get stuck in my phases with uh, true crime podcasts. And yeah, I need to expand yeah. my knowledge out there on different things. And <laughs> and true true crime and horror go hand in hand really close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Mystery and all, that, and all that stuff. I like that. So what's it called again, the name? Uh, Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Okay. Now, I have to ask, though, did you find this podcast because you were looking for horror or Batman podcast? because <laughs> i know you and i was I feel... looking for the dark knight podcast i feel you were what looking ended... for batman podcast like this is so much scarier than batman <laughs> what the hell is this knew it <laughs> um interesting okay well shout out to those guys uh i'm gonna actually like have to check them out because i guess i'm always looking for newer stuff so um i've grown yeah. i've grown tired of a couple of the big name podcasts i listen to and yeah. so uh, I'm looking for more independent, smaller ones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and so with Margaret, her and um, Daredevil, they're kind of back. To, they're not back together. Okay, I'm not saying they're back together. We can see though with them talking that there's definitely still this yeah, little there's still flicker a, of light between them or whatever. Still a spark of fire there between no! them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I'm sorry. I hate myself. <laughs> um, and in interviewing um, Margaret's son, um, uh, um, oh my god, I cannot think of her son right now. I keep wanting to oh. say Tommy. It's not Tommy though. Um, it's not Tommy. That's the other one. Oh my god. <laughs> what is his name? I am it's, so bad. Uh, Patrick. It's not that either. I, no, it is Thomas, isn't it? No, Tommy is um Tommy's Jimmy's Jimmy's kid. kid. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, well, this is a horrible well, podcast. Shit. Okay. Somebody somebody write in and let us know. 
<laughs> so Margaret's son, whatever his name is, <laughs> is well, he's the one that wakes Margaret up, right, and tells her like, "There's a fire." Super creepy, right? Like, yeah, and right at that point, I'm like. Uh, actually beth mentioned it while we were watching the episode she's like i'll bet it was the kid and i was like oh shit he he has a history of, of fire exactly and it witnessing the shit burning down and he has this weird fascination with fire and he's fucking creepy so <laughs> yeah there well, you go <laughs> and even daredevil points out when he's like so why were you staring at the greenhouse before it was on fire <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, why would you? And then that's also when he comes up with this story of there was a, gi- a, gi- a gypsy man that. A gypsy. Because of which, course. Which, how, uh, how convenient that it was a gypsy <laughs> <laughs> that was walking around outside. I just thought that was a really funny coincidence because, you know, I mean, we obviously have some fear of Jip uh, coming back to hurt Nucky for some reason. And so that's the first thing that hit my head was like gypsy. <laughs> like, really? Okay. Yeah. I that did not click to me at all. That's yeah. your muddy footprint right there. That's what, well. That that was kind of it, it was uh-huh. at first when I at the at, when I first started seeing this part of the episode. That's what first popped into my head. I was like, shit. Did he like hear Jip's name at some point? Because, I mean, we see throughout the episode that this kid kind of just collects the information that's around him right. and starts making shit up, you know, with the information that he has. Okay. So I thought maybe, you know, he heard uh, his name uh, at some that? point. Um, um, oh my God. Usual suspects such as usual suspects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got a fucking Kevin Spacey on our hands here. Orca fat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that's, that's the first thing that, that, cross my mind when he when he starts making the story up is like oh shit did he like hear or see jip at some point because he did actually he did at the uh the new year's party right he, he did, did see yes. jip there so tom i don't know no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm still trying to think of his little t- <laughs> tommy <laughs> no, i'm still no, trying to think of his, his we like six i know times already <laughs> um, so i'm bad at so charades yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's that's just that's the one little f- connection i had uh I think we find out that's not the case, but, you know. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, their meaning, um, we also see uh, Margaret is still involved in the, um, uh, the what is it, the birth control movement? I, I think it's how I have yes. it down. And they are assigning her a task, essentially, of reviewing everything and going through it. Or, or, or she's, I'm right. sorry, she's submitting it for the review and everything like that. Yeah, well, this is the first time that she's kind of introducing this concept into it. I have a feeling that the church is not going to be on board with teaching birth control, if I just had to guess. Well, but- <laughs> you may have insider knowledge into this. So. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I had to just uh, take a wild, wild guess, uh, the church is probably not going to be too happy about that. But this is the first time that... Spoiler uh, alert. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the first time, really, that it's come up, except for when... Uh, Margaret was using that Lysol. Oh, I forgot in, about that. Yeah, in season one. So, um, you know, obviously she's reviewing this information to uh, kind of incorporate into the women's health department over there in the hospital. Right. Uh, and so we're going to see how that's going to play out. Now, do you think that this storyline with her and the 
birth control, this whole thing, do you, do you foresee this still going on for at least a couple more episodes? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, uh, they, they've made such a big deal of the doctor that obviously, you know, he's still going to come back. So you don't think that storyline's control- done then? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, it, it is odd that, well, we'll get into that. We'll get into it later. But yeah, I think that, uh, I, I don't think that storyline's done. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. That's all I have on them. Do you have anything else on Margaret's story? My um, notes on her are well, really shoddy, actually. I'm not even going to lie. When I was writing my notes on her, they're really shoddy. Like, I did not do a very good job, and I'm sorry of that. Well, no, and there there wasn't a ton on her. Uh, that was a main point. Um, we did see that her, her friend, um, who I, I I knew Wig Lady, at least, because, you know, she was Wig Lady, but her new friend. Oh, uh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yes. So her new friend is is totes into uh, Daredevil. <laughs> just, sure. I should have been made up. Like it's a fire at two a.m. Yeah, like, yeah. Like she's totes into him because when he comes over uh, to talk to him a little bit more, and then uh, when he does come to talk to them, they're ta- discussing the birth control flyer that she made. Uh, her friend's like, I I don't know what the hell you're talking about with this flyer. Like I don't get it because <laughs> right. apparently it's just a terrible flyer. Um, well, it's like she says, over. even comes off like condescending or something like that at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, Daredevil comes over to tell Margaret that um, they they caught the gypsy. They they found him, so he's off the streets. No, nothing to worry about. Um, but even when he's saying that, I it felt like an empty. Like an empty promise, like, no worries anymore. We got him. You're fine. I think he was saying it more like, like uh, yeah, like what you're saying, it's empty worries. I think it's also kind of, I I think he's telling a lie to try to make her feel better because he knows that she's looking at her son like her son's a freak. And right. so I th- I think that's why he was saying this stuff. Maybe. Um, but, and on her son... And on uh, Daredevil being there and everything, I did pick up a lot of the vibes that um, her son. I wish I remembered his name. Her son is a definitely <laughs> so bad. I can't wish I could definitely him. looking for uh, a male role model. I mean, he's crying out. He's he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He's making up weird stories. He's hiding a knife under his bed, his pillow. Um, cause he, whenever his sister is like scared still at night, uh, one of these nights she tells him like, Hey, you know, tell me again, tell me the story again. And he's like, no, 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 you're going to get too scared. Uh, she insists he tell her the story of the, uh, uh, the puka and the gypsy and all this stuff. Like he's telling all these weird, crazy stories that he made up because he overheard, uh, Slater and, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, for- I actually, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they were downstairs talking about this puka, and he kind of overhears it. And again, he starts just making up these wild stories and telling his sister all these stories. And then he's like, but don't worry, he's not going to get you because I'll stab him in the face with this knife. Like, Which, dude, <laughs> when he pulls it out, that knife, out, I was just like, what the hell? Like, I think, yeah, I think that this is kind of going along with the same thing. Him carrying around a lighter 
and stuff yeah. like that. Like he, the dude, he's got, he's just got some really serious problems. Yeah, this kid is, this kid is messed up. And um, like I said, it, 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 it kind of all ties into Margaret's um, real issue with Nucky right now that he's not around, like ever. He's basically like given up on that family, even though that was like the thing that he wanted the most is having this family. No, you're, and now you're, he's just not there for him. Um, and her, her son is suffering for it. He, he definitely needed some kind of role model at all times. And, you know, daredevil just happens to be there being the, uh, being the strong man and keeping him safe. So it's, uh, you know, uh, I guess natural progression. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I can think of. The new, yeah. He's the new protector. So let's just go and say that Teddy is screwed Teddy, up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it only took me five dude's, minutes dude's of crazy. searching. Dude's crazy. But... <laughs> um, yeah, because it it's it hasn't gone away since season one. Essentially, like season one, he was right. already showing some minor problems. It, yeah. It's gone even more since then. So I I right. I don't even know how what else to say on that. Like it's right. just gone away more since then, and like. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't. It's just getting worse as each season goes along. And yeah, like that's all I can honestly say on it. Um, all right. So from there, we'll go back to finishing out the uh, episode with uh, Nucky's storyline. Mm-hmm. So Nucky is meeting with Harry. I have even down. Nucky meets with Harry and the boys <laughs> at the um, which this was actually a really cool scene for me. Right before he gets to meet with them, when he gets off the train in Washington, D.C., he's, like, walking through the uh, train station. I thought it was really neat how they filmed everything because it's all these men walking around wearing business suits. And they're all kind of wearing, like, the exact same suit. And they have the exact same expression where I'm just like, you know what? It's kind of showing that Nucky is not special. Like, he thinks he's special. But in my head, like as I'm watching it, I'm like, he's not. He's just another guy that's out competing for power. Everybody yeah. that is walking around that station is probably competing for power as well. Right, right. And so I was, I thought that was kind of interesting how they filmed that. And he meets <laughs> – I put it even down. It's like the Superman hideaway. Do you remember from Superman, the old movie from like 79? Yeah. Like 79. Remember Lex Luthor had like the – like the uh, evil lair, but it was like hidden in the subway in Metropolis. Yes. With like a swimming pool. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of yeah. like Superman's lair right here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I have it down in my notes is he meets at Superman's lair. And <laughs> basically they're going over everything on like what's happening like with uh, AG uh, uh, shooters, guy is breaking and then Nucky confronts him about what's going to be happening and Shooter basically says, if I have to pick between you and Remus, I'm picking you. Right. Right? Like, that's kind of where they're at at this point. Because Remus has apparently got more dirt on Shooter. and Or, no, sorry, not more dirt. They can directly tie Shooter to Remus. They can't directly yes. tie Shooter to Nucky. To Nucky. And so right. because of that... Nucky is now the 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 the, the scapegoat. He could easily become the fall guy. Exactly, 
Which is kind of really shitty because it's like, wait, so the guy that was the most cautious, who made you the most money, right? you're going to punish him now. But the, the right. slob that wasn't good, you're going to let him yeah. get the break. <laughs> yeah. I really don't get it. But I like how Nucky even says, he's like, I'm going to do this. He's like, you take me down. I'm saying this and I'm taking yeah. you with me. I like he even says, he's like, do you think that they'll believe me? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell yep. that that got to him. Like, he's like. Totally threatens the Attorney General of the United right? States. <laughs> and then I love it when he, as soon as he leaves the room, fucking Jimmy James just busts out of the closet. Like, out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> Dude's always, like, hiding somewhere. <laughs> I like how he comes out and he's just like, okay, this is what we got to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because he's on top of everything. The dude is straight up. He knows everything and all things. Yep. Like that's what he does. Yeah, he's he's the the Varus. Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> that is exactly who he is. And he tells Shooter like, "Okay, we've got him ruffled. This is what's going to happen." But you can even tell that even Shooter's like, "I don't think this is going to go the way we think it yep. is." Because yeah, say what you want him. Say what you want he about should. Nucky. Don't ever put him down. Because yeah. He, yeah, exactly. He will. He is scorched earth. Like that is his mentality yep. on stuff. If he's gonna go down, he's gonna fucking take every single person with him, and he doesn't care. And you know he has dirt on shooter. That's the thing. Right. Exactly. And so, oh, sorry about that. Let me clean my palate. <laughs> um. So after the meeting, he is still in the lobby of the. Uh, uh, the train station buying some uh, a newspaper and some uh, I guess some cough syrup is what he says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and which I was kind of surprised. Okay, so that makes me wonder if I was to go to D.C. No, wait, is marijuana legal in D.C.? Yes. Okay, so I can't do that. Is no marijuana is legal in New York, isn't it? No, it's not legal in New York. I don't think so. Okay, so if I was to go to Grand Central and go to like some random like newspaper booth and be like, "Hey, I want right. the New York Times and extra crispy, extra crispy," <laughs> I want a, I want a, I want a green slushy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Would I be able to get a bag? Yeah, right. Because like that's essentially what this is. Like how does that'd like, be awesome? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> how does Nucky know that this dude's holding pints? Because he has a couple. Like you see that under oh, there. Yeah. Like he has a couple. Yeah, so he's got he's got a bunch. So I'm just kind of curious. Like, how does he know that? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. It's but... something I'm just randomly thinking of when I was watching it. I have it in my notes. I was just like, that's <laughs> really random. So, anyways, he buys a bottle and um, he gets busted by uh, Harry's immediately. Uh, Oh, yeah, he doesn't even get a crack By at AG goons. AG goons. <laughs> and so, which I did think was funny, they they arrest him for possessing it, which they say it's a violation of the Volstead Act. That is right. It is not a it's violation. Not. It's oh, not. you got it. a violation. Okay, I was curious if you got that or not. Okay. Yeah. It is not. The violation of the Volstead Act is the buying and right. the producing and the selling possession right. is not a crime and so yep. i was like okay this doesn't hold up worse shit so you know <laughs> but that's just the yeah the nerd in me that was but like, they still take him yeah they take him in so they take him there goes to court and we get to see he's in um um 
he's in a holding cell with a bunch of other all of them are I guess Volstead act um uh, right. people. And he meets with some guy who's bragging about being a distributor. It's like, yeah. He says, he's like, I delivered five bottles last year. Yeah. Month. Yeah. Like, I make it in my bathtub. <laughs> I imagine it's delicious. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I, I but I kind of like his mentality where Nucky's like, I'm not going to say anything. Like, let him, yeah. let him think he's powerful. Like, let him do this. So. He's in there, and we get to see he goes to the court, and we get introduced back to Mrs. Randolph. Um, right. Uh, um, a- Amelia Earhart. Ass- Amelia Earhart, yes. <laughs> As- assistant district. No, she's, she's not a district attorney. She's an attorney general. No, she's ADA. But is she actually an ADA? Yes. But she's part of the federal, I thought. Mm. I could have sworn she was ADA, but now that you say that, yeah, she because she was working with the uh, Treasury. Because she was a part of Harry's team. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, I'm not sure now. I know. Now I need to look this up more. Okay. Anyways, right. so Amelia Earhart's there, and <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she's the prosecutor. She's just the uh, the public prosecutor for all these people, and um, she she has one guy up first. Who uh, is is up for possession? Right. That's or, yes, I think so. Like or or, or 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 distribution of like a bottle or some shit. Yeah, some, it's yeah. really minor. Either way, the judge just couldn't give less shits about being here, about presiding over all that. These judge cases. is drunk. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> he could not give any less of a shit. Um, so he's just like next case. All right, uh, bail five dollars. Next case, uh, five dollars. Next case, it's not even bail. I think that's their fine. I think it's a five dollars. Yeah, it's just fine. the fine. Yeah, yeah, it's not even bail. It's just the fine. Um, so yeah, and you know, to to Amelia Earhart's surprise, here comes Nucky Thompson, and she starts freaking the fuck out because, <laughs> I mean, good lord, she's she's been digging stuff up on Nucky for the past year, right? Um, and so now she has him. Here he is. She she's got all the shit on him. Like she says, she's, "I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for this." Yeah. Like, oh yeah. So she's digging through her notes to to get all of the information she has on Nucky. <laughs> she because she was just like, uh, "He's a known murderer." The f- the f- like what is it? like it's just going in and the judge is just like, "Yeah." Like what is that? He's a known bootlegger, murderer, the number or the number one bootlegger of Jersey Jersey City or whatever Atlantic City out of New Jersey or whatever. Because then you see the guy that was bragging and looks at him like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even Nucky's just like, "Like, why did I fucking bust my balls? Like, I wanted a drink. Like, let me go." Yeah, right. <laughs> And so, so oh, go ahead. No, yeah, no she, go ahead. she requests. Well, she requests a two thousand dollar fine on him from the judge because of all of these things. And judge is just like Amelia Earhart. Just, just shut up. Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> now, and then we get to see the other side of it with Nucky, where he goes to pay it, and his response: "Can you break a <laughs> hundred? <laughs> That's why me and my wife were laughing. Like, even if she did get him with the two thousand dollar fine, he could easily pay that with the money he has in his fucking pocket. Yeah, because he pulls out, Instead, he's like, he's like yeah. counting it out, and he's just like, like he would have been absolutely fine even with the two thousand dollar fine. 
but instead he gets a five dollar fine and can't <laughs> has to pay with a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> the dude probably walks around with ten grand in his wallet at yeah, all Yeah, seriously. And this is nineteen twenties. 10 grand. Yeah, so, that's basically carrying around a million dollars everywhere you go. <laughs> I'm willing to bet he does it. So he gets out of his little thing and he goes or he hangs around essentially for a little bit, decides to meet up with Amelia Earhart. And right. Yeah, he invites her to now, breakfast think, okay. or lunch, whatever. I was weirded out by this. And so correct me if I'm thinking about it wrong, okay? Was... She was there until 5 a.m., or he just got there super early because yeah, I wasn't for sure what they were doing because he's like, oh, it's 5 a.m. Can I go and take you to breakfast? I wasn't for sure exactly what they were doing. The, it just weirded me out. Yeah. I know. You're, well, you're distracted. I, mean, I saw your wife. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I kind of got the feeling when he first invited her to uh, to go have lunch or whatever the hell they're doing. It was breakfast. Um, yeah, okay, it was. Bre- yeah, that's right, because he says it's like 20 cent breakfast or something like that. God, I wish I could buy breakfast for 20 cents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I kind of knew that he was doing this to lean on her. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, was she there that late? Or was she oh. just getting to work that early? Because oh, I, I have the yeah, feeling that I, I she was there that late. Because yeah. it kind of made it look like she was leaving. And I'm like, why were you there till 5 a.m. over this bullshit? Because yeah, right. let's be real. She fucked up along the way. Well, no, okay. She didn't fuck up. Sorry. Sorry. She did not fuck up her job when it came to right. Atlantic City. She got screwed right. over. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she got screwed over. She got, she, I'm putting quotations on this. She fucked up her job. And so she got assigned yeah. to this bullshit job that she is yes. way better than anybody at this place. So right. I'm like, are you just staying that late to work on this stuff? Or are you coming in that early? Either way, why are you doing that? These are You are working the most bullshit cases ever. Yeah. Like, that is literally what she's... She's essentially working traffic court. Like, yeah, that exactly. is what she's doing at this point. And that's what weirded me out is not him inviting her, but just why, I don't know, why Why were you either coming in that early or staying that late? I just feel she was staying that late because why else would Nucky just randomly show up at 5 a.m. to invite her to breakfast? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, and let's say, if, like I said, like it's night court, you know, you get like whatever that. It could be. Oh, man. Yeah, the 80s sitcom. <sighs> oh, my God. If they had Harry on there, I would be dying. <laughs> yes. Okay. New show. I got an idea. <laughs> so, uh, but he invites her to breakfast, I guess, to kind of try to smooth her over. Right. Now, before we get into the mundane stuff about the show, I've got the most serious question for you. Mm-hmm. Best breakfast ever. What is it? Everybody has a favorite. You got to you got to name it to me. What is the number one breakfast? If you could describe it right now, this is it. Last breakfast you could ever have in your entire life. What is that breakfast? Lumberjack slam for my hop. Interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. You get a little bit of everything. Okay. All right. I don't know what I would do. I honestly think I would go and I would do a, a breakfast taco platter. I want 
I want oh, the to- I want the bacon. I want the chorizo. I want the fajita. I want the chicken. I want the uh, just plain beans, egg, and cheese. I want <laughs> oh, and I want the potato, but the potato where they take the the bacon fat and they pour it on the potato yeah, and they mix it. Yeah, yeah, it's a check the saying, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think I want a breakfast a breakfast taco platter. And first off, it's nice. breakfast tacos. If you write into this show and you say breakfast burritos, I will punch you. Okay, because it is breakfast tacos. I think that's what would mine. I think I love breakfast tacos. I think that would be it, a breakfast taco platter. Nice. Mm, I'm really hungry now. <laughs> so they go out to breakfast. They're having their conversation. And we already know that she has a fondness for him. Right. Like, right. She already right. kind of likes him. She actually thinks he's a good she, guy. She admitted she doesn't hate him. Right. She doesn't like what he does, but his talk. personality, she likes him. Right. And I want to, I want to get your, your takeaway from this conversation because mine is essentially he's not bribing her, but he's trying to bribe her to bring down um, a G shooter. Like, I don't think he's bribing either. He's just propositioning her with uh, something that she wants. Okay. Um, And that's a, uh, that's a career making case, which she thought she was getting with Nucky, but Nucky found a way to get out of it, so she lost her chance there. She has another chance right now to make another case for herself, to make a name for herself in the legal system, and Nucky's just pointing that out to her. Uh, Now, he's obviously coming out from... He's trying to appeal to her. He's trying to make it seem like he's on her side. But this is one of those muddy footprints uh, uh, cases... In which every time they show Nucky talking to her, there's a mirror in the background. And so you see two, two-faced Nucky. And I that's, didn't catch the, the, this. that stuck out to me so hard. I was like, he's he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. He's being a two-face right now. Bro, you're he's catching symbolism better than I am now. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, he, he's just trying to goat her right now. He is playing to her, to what she wants. And she's totally buying it. But it's a completely two-faced gesture that he's doing. Okay. He's doing this for his own gain. And so, but he's he's playing really well. He's playing off that he's he's trying to do this for for both of their sakes. But it's 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 all for him. That's that's what Nucky do. He he does it for himself. Okay. Uh, man, I did not catch that. I really wish I I I, I want to rewatch the episode now and see that. Watch the scene. It's it's perfect. The cin- and that's why I was saying earlier, like they they really went back to uh, their their cinematography uh, on a lot of it. Their sound design also. The sound design was crazy in this episode. Yes. Uh, if you have surround sound, you can hear like it's it really envelopes you in the whole. Well, they definitely whole experience. The, the 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 video definitely was a lot better. The, the cinematography yeah. was way better this episode than it has been in previous episodes. Yeah. I one hundred percent I can see where you're. I don't have a surround sound, so I don't know that much on it. I can't speak for it. But the cinematography, I can definitely talk. I can validate yeah. on that one. And and uh, this is one of those scenes that like really really showcased that that they uh, they started thinking about these uh, uh, muddy footprint symbolism scenes again. So I appreciate huh. it. I like it. I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, let me see here. So 
The last thing I have, honestly, on his story is just the phone call he has with Means, um, Jimmy Janes, at that point. Right. So, uh, what did did you see this happening? Um, no, no, because I mean, he he Jimmy James, he always seemed super loyal to Shooter. Um, so I, I didn't think that he was going to be the one to turn, but according to this conversation that they have over the phone, he's, he's totally willing to, uh, you know, jump ship now, on AG shooter. Do you think that he, he means what he says? Not, I'm not, thing. I'm not being, I'm not, and I'm not even, I, I hate being mean because his name is means and I'm not even trying to be <laughs> like clever in it, but do you actually think that like, he actually means what he's even saying in this? That's the thing. I don't know. Uh, this guy is a smooth, smooth talker. So I, I don't know. I wouldn't trust him. I, no, I don't trust him. I would never. <laughs> I love Jimmy James, but I would never. I would never trust him. No, not nope. in this. Ep, not in this. He, no. he talks too. Uh, he talks too smooth. I don't trust it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and there's not so, a lot. Yeah, no, I. And there's not a lot out of that scene. Even it's just basically. Right. We're led to believe what is potentially happening at this point. Right. There, it, it seems like uh, Jimmy James and Nucky are, are, you know, offering each other their services as a means to get rid of the troublesome ag shooter. So Right. And so that is, I believe that is all I have for this episode. Um, now... Like I said, my notes were really shoddy this episode. I have a bunch, but I was there was one thing. Okay, I was going to um, say because I, I was jumping can back come and back forth. To, so I want to yes, bring up anything that you, that I missed. Yeah, we can come back to uh, Margaret now because that's that's where the episode kind of ends. Okay. Um, yes. You know, again, there's another fire in the greenhouse, or at least she thinks there is. She she hears noises, so she goes and loads up a shotgun. At this point, I'm like. She's about to she's about to go murder her own child who's in the greenhouse lighting a fire. Like I was I was scared for a minute in this scene because um, she like I said, she loads, loads up the shotgun, goes out to the greenhouse to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Turns out it's it's Daredevil yes. in there, um, which seems innocuous enough. He He mentions that he's just making sure that everything is OK, but. Even the first time, and this is like at the beginning of the episode, um, I think it's Margaret that asks, like, why would they do? Why would they go after the greenhouse? Like, it's, what, what's going on there? And uh, Daredevil's like, oh, no, 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 I, I'm sure it's nothing. I'm sure it was just, you know, no big deal. But then he's in there again at the end of the episode, and it seems like he's looking for something. So I started wondering, like did they hide something in the greenhouse that they're not telling anyone about? Like what's, what's going on there? Um, he just seems to be acting real suspicious about the greenhouse. Okay. And what's going on in there. So I, I picked that up a little bit. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. I might just be reading into shit, but, um, um, again, going back to some of the earlier things we said, um, daredevils in there, checking up on them or so margaret thinks right and, um and so margaret's like oh well big strong man protecting me <laughs> let's just uh 
Let's just do it right here in the fucking greenhouse, and yeah, they they go at it. See, I even Again. I even had that in my notes, and I'd forgotten to mention that because I have that one between that one and some other stuff. Yeah, so they are getting back together. Well, or okay, they do at least they for do, this. Yeah, physically, physically, they're getting back together. Right, right, right. Because um, I don't know if I would call them even a couple. Right, like, yeah, I don't know. Because he's still, he's like still fucking around with Katie, even, and it's like, what's right? What's going on there? So he's he's <laughs> with Katie, and then she's obviously still with Nucky, but then Nucky right. is also with um two point with Billy Lucy two Lucy two point So the only person that I, I kind know, of feel man. bad about in this, and I don't really like her character, is Margaret. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, no, you're right. I, I, I did forget to uh, point that out. Yes, and and that is, but that, I mean, I guess that's a perfect time to end it because that is how the episode ends. Yeah, and it's just like, oh shit, like this is happening again. Okay. Yep. Um, and this is kind of how their first little truffle with love or whatever kind of happened. It yeah. was like a spur of the moment. You know, it, it just yep. it just happened. So, um, but we were, but let's be real. We were kind of expecting this to come back. Yeah, yeah. Now, it, it had it coming back from in this way, I don't know. But now it makes you wonder, like, was he the one setting fires? Like, was he trying to do something, you know? I, like I said, I, I caught the vibe that there's something in that greenhouse that they, they that he was checking on. Or, I don't know. It seemed weird. He was acting weird, man. <laughs> you just have, you just hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, with that being said, I believe that is the end of our episode. Yeah. Uh, any little minor things to end on? No, no, not that I've got. All right. I've said my pieces. <laughs> Reese's pieces. <laughs> all right. So there is no more on this. Uh, thank you all so much for listening in. Uh, please feel free to write in. We've been uh, slacking about putting out our stuff. So please write in. Give us notes. Give us advice. Tell us where we're fucking up. Tell us where we're doing right. <laughs> um let us know what what's going on. Like, if you want to, like, I've, we've mentioned this before. You know, it would be really fun. We've we've batted around the idea of having a third person on. Um, yeah. You know, we've had Victor on, and Victor's great to have on. The guy watches this show. He loves this show. You know, but we would also like to have other points of view on here. We've had Bethany on. Um, I keep trying to get my wife on. She will not do it. So <laughs> I don't know why she won't do it, but. Um, send it in an email. Tell tell us that you want her to be on it. I don't know. Um, yeah, for real. But you can send us an email if you want my wife to be on. If you want to be on. If there's somebody out there that you're wanting to uh, participate, you're wanting to uh, give us your side of everything, I think it would be a lot of fun. I know, Chris, yeah, you think absolutely. that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, that's what podcasting is about. We're out to meet other people and stuff like that. And so write in. Uh, we're on uh, at bootlegging.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook, it's bootlegging a boardwalk empire podcast. Uh, you can also, uh, we're very active on Instagram. Um, I wish we were more active on Twitter than we are. I'm really sorry. 
I don't know Twitter all that well. Yeah, I'm not yeah. good at it. So Instagram, I love working on Instagram. I'm I, that's actually my favorite platform. Uh, but we're at bootleg podcast on Instagram, so you can also uh, follow us there. We're always posting photos and stuff like that. Uh, you know, send us a message. We've had a couple people message in on that. Uh, we would love to hear from y'all, and we'd love to set something up to have a third voice on this for an episode. And it may even be more than one episode, you know? Um, yeah. We're just always looking to add in, you know, to bring in a different perspective of the show. So please feel free to write in, give us your views, and until then, we will do a little bit of chinwagging. All right? Sounds good. Turn.